0: All right, hello to all four of you, possibly five, hopefully six, and in the future 1000s i I'm going gonna start a new segment where we're gonna talk about updates in cryptocurrency about once, possibly sometimes twice a month, and we're gonna start, this is gonna be called the diamond hand segment. Um, And for those of you who don't know, diamond hands is a term used uh, to refer to investors who don't sell their asset no matter what. So, if you're a diamond hander, you're somebody who holds through thick and thin, and then somebody who sells at the slightest sign of dipping is somebody called paper hand. So, quick little um, history lesson for you here. So, I'm gonna uh, we're going to keep these short. Um, I'm going to keep them no longer than 15, 20 minutes, um, just going out so many of the um, quick headlines on what's going on in the cryptocurrency. And as I've mentioned before, this is something that I'm you know newly into as well, so there might be some... Um, terms and information i'm not getting entirely correct especially with the technical aspect of uh you know how cryptocurrency works and and um different um aspects of it but uh i'm gonna do my best and again i'm learning as you guys are learning and i'm sure there's somebody out there who's listening who or knows um more than me and then again if so more than welcome to share your uh um your opinion comment you know we Love to have guests on. So, all right. So, without further ado, um, first update uh, in cryptocurrency, we are talking about Dogecoin. And uh, one of the headlines was Billy Marcus. For those of you who don't know, Billy Marcus was one of the co-creators of Dogecoin um, seven, eight years ago, however long it was. And he uh, was just recently, he recently just tweeted saying that he bought, he finally bought back into Dogecoin after an eight-year drought um he said after he had sold all of his dogecoin um notoriously for uh, a honda civic is what the story is called is that after they created it he sold uh his portion of it and he used it to buy a honda civic um he said after again an eight year drought he decided to buy back in and he said the reason that he decided to was because of the community and that's something is the reason that i bought into dogecoin in the first place is the community that surrounds it there is a lot of speculation, there's a lot of uh, misinformation, there's a lot of, uh, um, you know, was it rumors going around about this cryptocurrency? You know, people are saying it's garbage. It's it's never going to go anywhere. Then you have the people who are so biased for it saying it's going to go to the moon. It's going to reach a dollar. It could reach $5, $10, whatever it is. But at the end of the day, nobody knows what it's going to do, which is why it's so exciting. But the reason that I invested in it for me personally is that the community surrounding it is loud. They're funny, and they're good at what they do. And for people who are in cryptocurrency, uh, particularly meme tokens, is that the louder the community and the more involved and profound the community, the bigger the price change and so if you have more of a supportive active community surrounding this uh, surrounding a cryptocurrency the more likely that cryptocurrency is going to be pushed the more likely that cryptocurrency is going to become normalized so um, he bought back in for the same reason that i did is that the, the the community around this particular coin um is from at least my experience and from the experience uh, of people who've also bought in who have i've spoken to um, have also agreed to the same thing. Just the community surrounding this—they're always active, they're always loud, and they're always looking to genuinely get the message out there about this coin to try again change the way that the world looks at finance. So, I thought that was pretty cool that they—they they, the, uh, one of the um, co-creators himself bought back in. Um, another piece of news is uh, the Dogecoin fee change. Now, I don't know the actual um, the technicalities behind this um particular uh, headline also know that there is whenever um, uh, miners who mine those that there is a fee that you have to pay. Um, per transaction and i know that that is one of the um aspects that people look at when they're determining which cryptocurrency to buy is the um there's the um, the hash rate there's the um the transaction fees the amount of energy used so on and so forth but there's supposed to be a fee change now from what i remember i think it was i think it was like one one doge per transaction or something along that lines but they're looking to change that, to to, to lower that, um, which is going to be, you know, again, that's going to create a huge incentive for pe- uh, for um, miners who are currently mining Doge to mine more and for people who aren't mining Doge to continue to mine. And then, of course, there's always, the, um, you know, um, that news that we're waiting for Doge to change from proof of work to proof of stake which would use significantly less energy consumption um where again proof of work um you're granted um you're granted coins based uh when you're mining it based on the size of your node basically the size of the computer and the power that you're able to generate to whereas um, proof of stake you're um granted that same reward but Um, instead of your power of your node and the power of your computer, you're granted that based off um, how much stake and how much coin you actually have in the game, which again, at the end of the day, um, uh, equates to significantly less energy consumption. So um, I I know a lot of the cryptocurrencies are looking to switch over to that um, because since they've got a lot of uh, clout these days, um, it it being uh, in the news more and more, um, that is a... um, a really a um, a strong aspect where people attack cryptocurrency, uh, particularly Bitcoin in general, is the amount of energy consumption um, that mining these cryptocurrencies actually take. Um, and I, I this is another, another headline here I thought was interesting is that um, Robinhood, as everyone knows, implemented. Um, Um, Selling Dogecoin, um, I'm not sure how long ago, and then um, just recently Coinbase uh, listed Dogecoin, which is a uh, uh, huge news. But um, in Robinhood, Dogecoin represents 34% of its $88 billion crypto revenue and has the highest trading volume out of any cryptocurrency on Robinhood. That's pretty crazy that this meme token, that this joke coin accounts for 34% of Robinhood's crypto revenue. Beating out Bitcoin, beating out Ethereum, beating out Litecoin, right? I mean, that's 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 pretty crazy. Now again, that, that's again because of the community. It's because of the community that's surrounding it and the active users that are involved in the trading volume and how, how many people are again buying and you know, it I just I just found that really interesting that it's just it that before Dogecoin had its original um, shot, you know, when it was back like point you know two three whatever it was, point oh 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 one and when it shot up to one cent shot up to ten shot up to fifteen that in its early stages it was Again, I got a like every like almost like every other cryptocurrency, but it was criticized so heavily because, it, I mean, rightly so. I mean, the coin itself was created as a joke, but it's interesting how, you know, so-called experts in the field are like this coin will never reach a penny. I remember reading an article saying Dogecoin will never reach a penny. And I believe that I, I, you know, I, I didn't think much about it, look into it, like, oh, Dogecoin looks interesting, whatever. Again, read an article. These were, I am i don't remember where the article was. I know, I found the article off Robinhood, but it was, again, it was um, people who've studied crypto. Um, they, they, there's this um, There's this crypto firm and they, they put out news all the time and they had, again, they had their crypto expert analysis is the terms that they used, and I remember reading saying it will never reach a penny, and it shot up to 74, I think 74, 75 cents, whatever the top was. I mean, again, it, it's that, that's what I'm saying. It's crazy that you can, it, it's it's a huge gamble, but again, at the end of the day, nobody really knows where it's going to go and how long it's going to go there for. Um, another piece of news for Dogecoin is that a German-based travel site called Get Your Guide uh, now decide, is deciding to accept Dogecoin to be able to book your... Um, Vacations and tours on this website. Um, ex- I, I'm, they said they decided um, because, again, for the same reason, is the the um, the community that's surrounding this coin, and because it's so popular nowadays, businesses are are starting to hop on because they 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 feel like they have nothing to lose. Now I don't know how that process works as far as. When businesses decide to accept a cryptocurrency, I'm sure there's fees involved and there's technicalities involved. Just like whenever a business decides to, you know, when they switch over, they switch over from cash to credit and then accepting American Express, so on and so forth and all that. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's pretty cool that we're starting to see bigger you know, bigger businesses and more businesses starting to accept cryptocurrency and starting to hop on this bag, uh, this bandwagon of um, financial currency change that we're currently going through. Um, it says that this travel site uh, has booked over 45 million tours. Um, it has um, thousands of users on it daily. So um, yeah, it seems like a, a pretty popular site. So I thought that was pretty cool. And um, this is a this is a the biggest piece of news as far as Dogecoin is concerned. This one's um, not fairly new. Uh, I think it's a couple weeks old. But um, Vitalik Buterin, I'm probably butchering his name, the creator of Ethereum, um, was agreeing with Elon Musk when they were talking about having a Doge Ethereum bridge and somehow bridging the two coins. Um, and again, that would affect. Um, drastically affect the the prices of the coins. I don't know how that would work, if it would have a new name, if they would just create a fork off of one of the coins, but um, again I, I think that I think it's really again it's awesome that the that other creators of cr- the of these giant crypto the you know the, the big giant cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin and Ethereum being, you know, the top 2, are recognizing this little uh, joke meme coin and are you know actually considering making it into a legitimate asset um so again i don't know the technicalities of how that exactly would work but um at the end of the day it's it's all good news as far as cryptocurrency is concerned um and then as everybody knows ethereum is currently undergoing its um process to switching to ethereum 2.0 and i believe that they are again going from proof of work to proof of stake again be energy consumption being the the um the big x factor here in which cryptocurrency you know cryptocurrencies are going to reign supreme in the future um so with ethereum 2.0 coming out um again all big news all great news as far as um cryptocurrency is concerned. Um, There was um, over the past couple weeks a huge Bitcoin sell-off. We've seen um, Bitcoin reach um, prices as low as $30,000 um, it has been um, fluctuating drastically again over the past couple of weeks, but these past four, or five days or so, um, at the time of this re- um, at the time of this recording, at least right now, it's at um, thirty three thousand nine. Um, it, it's kind of it's been uh, fairly stable. It's been from around thirty two to thirty four, and it hasn't changed much since then. Um, Ethereum, same thing. Ethereum's been at. Uh, 2,200 and hasn't been changing much um, up or down. And same thing with Doge. Doge has been. uh, Doge made a a big dip, um, I think a week or so ago, and it it hit a low I think of like 18 cents, um, which is the lowest they've have you know seen it in months. Um, And but it has seemed to stable out at around now 23, 24 cents. Um, And again, neither Bitcoin, um, Ethereum, or Doge have moved much. Um, over the past five six days um, since then they've all been pretty stable um, and um, from what I read they say they're attributing that to people just you know hodling basically Um, nobody's nobody's buying but nobody's selling everyone's just kind of holding on to wait to see what big piece of news is going to hit what cryptocurrency next um which is tip again? Typically, how it goes, you know, there's there's always a, a bit of news, either positive or negative, and that either creates a big sell, a big sell off, or a big buy in. Um, and uh, but again, the the volatility on these on on cryptocurrencies, uh, unlike anything. I mean, it's just it's crazy how again, people can check their portfolios in the morning, and they can you can be, either be up or down thousands of dollars, or if you're. Uh, it, it, yeah, if you've bought a considerable amount of cryptocurrency, hundreds of thousands of dollars um, in a matter of a day or two, in a matter of hours, in, in some cases over this past month. Um, but yeah, I, again, uh, it's just there's it's it's starting to work its way more and more into the news. More and more businesses are starting to accept cryptocurrency in general, whether that's uh, Bitcoin, Doge, Ethereum. Um, but yeah, the, the more businesses that we see starting to accept cryptocurrency. The quicker we will start to get onto this train to normalize this decentralized currency and start to normalize being able to use this currency in the future, where this is all that we'll use. Um, again, there's so much speculation on if it's if you know where we'll be in ten years, twenty years. But um, the fact that there's still businesses that are Starting to actually recognize this as a legitimate currency and using it, I think's pretty cool. Um, I remember reading too that um, there's a supermarket chain in Texas called HEB, um, and they um, uh, started. They installed a um, cryptocurrency ATM which takes um, ETH. I mean, I, th- I don't know if it was ETH. I think it, I know it's Bitcoin and Doge at least. That there's um, there's these um, cryptocurrency ATMs. I f- um, the name of the uh, company of the ATMs eludes me at the moment, but, um, there's, um, a few thousand of them around the country. Um, now that they're apparently, I I don't live in Texas. I don't know much about Texas, but apparently HEB is a pretty known, uh, supermarket chain down there. And they're, um, deciding to add these, um, cryptocurrency ATMs in their stores, which will, what you be able to access Doge and, um, Bitcoin. So again, I, I just think that that's pretty cool that, um, again, that these businesses are starting to legitimately recognize that this cryptocurrency thing's not going away. And, and as I spoken to on the, on the first podcast, um, again, I, I don't know much other than the bare bones, fundamental fundamentals about it. But what I do know is, is the, the, the reasoning and the push behind what this stands for. And what this stands for is being able to put the power of money back into the people's hands. Like ultimately, that's what that's what's driving me to continue to support this is putting the money, putting the power of money back into the people's hands. I mean, we, we've seen it, especially over this this past year with you know with the coronavirus, this the, the um, uh, our government printing trillions of dollars, right? For especially for the stimulus package and so it's just it's just it's crazy that that one power has one one central authority has that much power over currency and over our over our lives in general so this is just one way that we can kind of get power back to the people now obviously there's you know, there, people are saying, well, it's, it's technically not decentralized. Maybe it is. Again, there's a lot of speculation on whether or not cryptocurrency in and of itself is decentralized. People are saying, well, Bitcoin's actually centralized because there's um, uh, uh, um, wallets that hold a large majority of it and they can control it and, and so on and so forth. But it, whether that's true or not, I'm not entirely sure. I'm sure there is some truth in that. But at the end of the day, it's better than having, in my opinion, at least, it's better than having the government having all of the power. Right. I mean, that, that's that, that. Just the more power we can, the more power and choice that we can have back in the people's hands, the better. I, again, I, I'm not saying that that cryptocurrency is going to overtake fiat, and that's all we're going to be using. I, I don't think that'll ever happen. I, I think paper money will will be around forever. I mean, I could be wrong, but I think they'll paper money. Will, you know, fiat will be around forever. But as as I said, more and more of these businesses and more and more uh, of these. Um, Creators and and innovators start being able to really work out all of the issues with cryptocurrency and fine tuning it and and smoothing out the edges. We'll be able to see more and more um, businesses actually taking this. Where to the point where you can go, you know, you can. Go down the street to 7-Eleven, Quick Check, whatever, it is you are to go to and use, you know, uh, your your Bitcoin or use Doge to to pay for stuff. Um, hopefully, you know, when it starts to normalize, by then the you know the price will stabilize, obviously. But um, yeah, you know, it's just it's it's interesting. And and um, I'm, another um, news that I did forget to mention, and I'm not sure if I mentioned on the last one, is that um, there's countries that are accepting this as their national as their national. Um, at their natural coin, as their natural currency, um, um, El Salvador. That's what it was. Um, El Salvador. Um, I think this was sometime in the beginning of June. Um, has passed a resolution to make Bitcoin a legal currency, which makes it, it made it the first country to do so. Um, according to the law, the citizens will be able to use Bitcoin to do everything from paying taxes to paying off debts to buying goods and services. So that's that's pretty cool. That 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 that. A country has accepted this as a national currency, and because of its ease of access and its ease of being able to to send and transfer money securely. So again, that that's you know ultimately what again uh, you know um, decentralized is a big point of people um, getting into cryptocurrency and ease of access and security. Now, obviously, again, there's a lot of um, Edges that need to be you know smooth out of, smooth uh, around this again energy consumption being one of them um, which which a uh, token creates what fees how do they mine each one and so on and so forth but um, at the end of the day um, it's there it's starting to make strides and, and and that's what matters so that's it again I'm trying to keep these short trying to keep these around twenty minutes um, thanks for listening I'm trying to do these um I do these updates at least once a month possibly two depending on what news um, again if you're interested in following us if you don't already. We are on pretty much every social media platform known to man, even therealfoodnetwork.com. We are at underscore the real Bobby Flay Brotherhood of Podcasting. Just kidding about that last part. But we are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. And we are on TikTok at the Brotherhood of Podcasting. We are also on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify and Google Podcast. We're getting all of them. We're like, "Ah, maybe we'll dip our toes in a couple. We're doing all of them. At the Brotherhood of Podcasting, give us a follow. Again, we're, we're 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 starting. We're you know we're really small right now. Obviously, we don't. You can tell we don't have a lot of views at the moment. We don't have a big following, but we do put out great content. I mean, we're we're you know everybody starts off the way we do, um, having you know long mic pauses and uh, um, not even sure what to talk about, switching on topic. But at, at the end of the day, we're. Again, we're continuing to look to build our audience and we'd love for anybody else to be a part of it. So give us a follow, give us a like, whatever it is now. nowadays people do. And uh, we'll see you on the next one.